I am Bill Courtright with Living Right with Bill Courtright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am Bill Courtright, and I am here with one of Santa's elves, the super millennial David Barreto. How you doing, Santa's elf? Probably Santa's bouncer. <laughs> Santa's Bouncer. Merry Christmas, Mr. Barreto. Merry Christmas. You having a great Christmas? So far, so good. So we have our own Christmas episode, and this week our topic is spirituality. And today's special Christmas meeting of the minds, we are discussing what is spirituality. So let's start this off right. Spirituality and religion are not necessarily the same thing. So one of the things I want to clear in this episode is when people say I'm not religious and I'm spiritual, you really don't know what you're saying. That's the clarity I would like to get out here today. Because yeah. if we look at religion, religion is taught to us as an outer form. It's about knowledge, rules, the do's and don'ts. Spirituality is knowing of the knowledge. It's experience and living the truths spirituality is inner religion is outer so if you look at religion as the husk outer spirituality is a seed the inner religion is a set of beliefs spirituality is a continued experience thoughts yeah i agree and i, and I tell people i'm religious about my spirituality because in the sense of how i am about it yeah but i'm not religious towards you know a certain thing you know so that's what i want to clear today one can be spiritual and not attend church or temple to be spiritual is to be connected head heart and hand it is to be connected to one's purpose it is to be connected to freedom love and peace as values one can attend church and temple, and if once they leave and be, if they happen to attend church and temple and they leave and become disconnected and separated from the heart, their aim is restrictive and their focus is in fear. They haven't accomplished anything even though they attend church or temple. Now, if they live their life in fear, anybody lives their life in fear, and the their behavior will stem from fear. And this behavior can range from stress and anxiety to being in pride to living in guilt and shame as a victim. When one is spiritual, they find that connection that allows them to find spirituality in intimate sharing with others, in communion with nature, and being of service. You understand? Yeah. There's a difference. A spiritual experience is communion. It's actually quite simple, guys. This isn't complicated. Spirituality and a spiritual experience is simply anything that causes the mind to quiet and relaxes the mind and uplifts the heart. That's the way I'll put it. That's the way I'm going to put it. All right? Spirituality is anything that relaxes the mind and uplifts the heart. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, and it's funny because like stuff like um, going for long drives or like going on the motorcycle and stuff like that, it's almost the same like peace that I get like when I meditate. 
but it's also that time where I get to quiet the mind, and that's just as, as powerful. I get the same thing. A lot of times, I'm very happy to drive to Miami because to go get Brett or to go there for yeah, a especially meeting. Especially at that time in the morning, right? At so 3 o'clock in the morning, there's nobody on the road, and it's one of the most relaxing mm-hmm. experiences that I can, can get. And that's a spiritual experience, people. People don't understand. I get that same experience when I write. When, even when I'm writing these podcasts, I get that same experience when I work out. So I see people working out and they just stop and in between sets, they're all over their phone. They're losing an experience because they're getting, they're not engaging and connecting and uplifting their heart. You got to, to really be in a spiritual energy, you have to relax the mind. You have to disengage the mind and uplift the heart. So spiritual experiences is what creates spirituality, right? Now, you just said something. It could be meditating. It could be walking in nature, like in the woods or by the ocean. It could be holding an infant or looking into a lover's eyes. It could be a workout. It could be a drive. It could be working on something that you're connected to. These all create a spiritual experience. So we're starting to remove it from rules, there's only one rule. You got to disengage the mind and you got to connect to the heart. Do you agree? Yeah, it's it's those moments you can go back on and appreciate. But people don't do it. Spirituality is the ability to actually stay connected to you, to the heart. This experience takes place through acceptance, which raises us to love. So what pulls us down or out of spirit is anything that pulls us into the red zone. Anything that allows the ego to take conscious mind control. Let And when you think about that, it's anytime the ego can put us into a stress loop and create a story. So let's look at how we connect to spirit by breaking free from the stress loop. So let's say a program activates in the head. The program releases its energy and it sends the signal from the head brain to the heart brain. The heart brain completes the loop and sends a signal back to the head brain and now you feel the program activated. Let's say the program is fear. So when the loop completes, you feel anxious and you're in anxiety and stress. Now, in this moment, you are disconnected from spirit, right? Understand, you're disconnected. Here is the moment of truth though. When that loop connects, The question is this, who is going to seize the conscious mind control? You or the ego? If the ego wins, you are anxious and in stress. But if you win and take control, you reconnect to spirit. This is being spiritual. And using step four stress mastery to let go technique is a process that releases the program that caused the anxiety in the first place but it also connects us to the spirit. So if you go through this technique, this is what it looks like. One, can I allow this? Here's where you break the stress loop. Here is where you begin to take conscious mind control. And when you do this, it brings your aim out of resistance into expansion, which changes your focus from fear to growth. This is now taking you from the 100 fear energy of anxiety to the 200 courage energy. You're alert and focused. Then here's the thing. 
you now have begun the process of relaxing the mind and connecting to the heart. Right? You broke the loop. Yeah. But you've got to stay there to rise. So you ask the next question of the technique. Could I let this go? And this is the 250 neutrality energy. Here you are asking, could I possibly be flexible in what I see and what I feel here? Could I see this in a neutrality energy? Could I be neutral? Could I let this go? Now, this is the energy of transformation. Because if you can say, yes, I could be flexible. I could let this go. You now are beginning a process of relaxing the mind and really getting deep into the heart. Then you go to the third part. Would I let this go? And now here you have entered into 310 willingness. Now you ask yourself, am I truly willing to see what is happening, to feel what is happening in a new light without any past history? Would I be willing to let the history go on this? Would I be willing to just start a new page, to have a blank page on this and not have any history? If you could be willing to let go of history, your spiritual energy rises. Now you ask, when will I let this go? And here you enter into acceptance. Acceptance is a 350 energy. When there, acceptance is raising your spirituality. Because when there is acceptance in your heart, your spiritual nature will manifest. And then, and understand, you are now in the surrendered energy. And it's this spiritual nature manifesting that your state then enters into the 400 reason. And when you're in the 400 reason energy, this is where you are surrendered to what is and you enter spirituality, where you embrace life. In this state, you are connected to spirituality. You can see the spiritual nature in the situation that's happening to you and you can see in this state the spiritual nature in others. Do you understand that? Yeah, I, that to me was one of the, the most important things that I had to learn because that kept me from ever becoming a victim ever again. It was me taking responsibility for my thoughts because I allowed them to come up. Yeah, because we always do, right? So we're, we're talking about spirituality being the relaxing of the mind and connecting to the heart. That's what we're talking about, right? Well, the challenge that we have is, is that the ego also wants to survive. Yeah. So when that stress loop connects, it's a race. Mm -hmm. And it's a race of awareness. Yeah. <laughs> Who's aware? Now, here's the thing. You can break the loop by just seeing it. Mm -hmm. But to release the program that caused it in the first place. You've got to rise up the green zone energies. Guys, if you don't have to print those energies out, if you don't have those energies printed out, you want them around because they can tell you your state, right? So in the community, you just go into courses and you go to the resource page and you print the energies out. In the, in the, on the website, it's livingrightwithbillcourtright.com and you go into the real energy book and the energies are there. Why do you want to print them? Because there's a big difference between being in guilt and fear when you're negative, right? And there's a big difference between being in fear and angry when you're negative. But you also want to understand the rise of the green zone, especially for those on a spiritual journey. 
because the green zone energies only rise if you can maintain them. That means maintaining the awareness and conscious mind control. That's the best way I can put it. And when you rise up to this energy and you're in reason and you're embracing life, the next energy up from 400 reason is 500 love. Those are the purple, purple zone energies, right? So spirituality is about creating this connection. And it happens when you get this connection where the mind is beginning to relax. But more importantly, I think, because you can be very flustered and still be in that energy, it's control the conscious mind. It's being in the now. It's finding the now, right? So spirituality is the process of your personal growth. Agree? Disagree? Yeah. Because it's not, it's not what people think. Mm -hmm. You can be Muslim and become very spiritual. Christian and become very spiritual. Jewish and be very spiritual. You can be an atheist and be spiritual. Hmm, I'm not sure. Maybe. I think so, honestly. Yeah, it's energy, I, I, right? I think if you believe uh, in a source and a universe and something higher energy, then then it's possible. And it's so funny because then you're not an atheist. But, yeah, but that's exactly. Another, it's another whole conversation, <laughs> but we start looking at everything's energy. And spirituality is the process of your personal growth. And we're at Christmas today, right? And... This cannot be done by attaining more knowledge, people. You have to understand. What do you need to know to become spiritual? You need to know the human survival processes, the survival responses, the human survival process of wiring of focus. How does the human being work? And I think it's important to have knowledge on why you do what you do today. Why do you do this? And you can only become spiritual when you begin to see yourself and others without judgment. Now, this is not just seeing with your eyes. It's seeing others in yourself with the heart. To be spiritual is to be surrendered. To be spiritual is to accept and appreciate what is instead of seeking and focusing on what is not. So we pause for a second and understand that life is our teacher. And when life is seen and felt through the heart, there is a special beauty. So the question you must ask yourself, who am I? I ask you guys the question, who are you? If you don't know who you are, how can you ever set your aim to connect to the spiritual? So I ask, what is your purpose? When connected to your spiritual self, you are connected to purpose. What is your purpose? And your purpose is what sets your aim of expansion and explore. And when you're in purpose, the focus is in growth. And when you're in purpose, your behavior becomes spiritual in nature. This is spirituality. So there are 10 purposes. What are you? So we look at the, it's so important because each purpose has an aim to expand when you're in, in purpose and they have a pendulum of when they're in fear. So the growth purpose, their aim is to expand culture. Their pendulum is lack and fear. Vitality purpose, their aim is to expand energy. Pendulum is desire, stagnation, and frustration. So you understand, right? What I'm saying is when you're connected, you're in aim and when your pendulum swings, you're out, right? Yep. 
Number three, inspire purpose. Aim to expand vision. Pendulum is apathy and overwhelm. Number four, freedom purpose. Aim is to expand possibilities. Pendulum, desire and control. The love purpose, the aim is to expand unconditional love. The pendulum is indifference, anger, or grief. Peace purpose, aim is to expand truth. Pendulum is disruption, and it's anger, pride, or guilt. Connection, the connection purpose, aim to expand togetherness. Pendulum is to become aloof in anger or grief. The joy purpose, the aim is to expand happiness. Pendulum is disconnected in grief, guilt, or shame. Integrity purpose, aim is to expand action. Pendulum, division, and they fall into anger or guilt. 10, courage purpose, aim to expand strength. Pendulum is fear. They can rise to pride or fall to guilt. So I ask, who are you? when connected to spirituality. Who are you when connected to ego? And that is just what we talked about. When you're in aim, you're in spirituality. When you're in ego, then you're disconnected and you're in stress. Make sense? Yeah, you know the, the two um, purposes that I'm learning for me that is difficult for me to deal with is inspiration and joy. Because they the when... You, you see somebody who's not connected and that ego's taking over, they do stuff, oh, it makes me happy, my joy for this. And then for inspiration, it's like kind of a reason for why they don't want to do it. I'm not inspired. Well, you guys, do you know and joy and inspire has the same pendulum swing? Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's like, why it aggravates you. You can see when the ego yeah. is using it, it makes an excuse to either oh, not horrible. do anything or why you're doing something. The challenge with you and the joy purpose is you have a low swing. So like when... When I swing, I swing up, and you'll know when I swing up because it's it's more I'll go into a frustration, okay, pissy, right? Well, when you guys swing down, you guys get quiet or, or overwhelmed or withdrawn, right? And, and you guys will make excuses, but that's not you. That's not, we're talking about spirituality today, right? That's when you're disconnected from your spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, you have to know who you are when connected to spirituality. And you have to know who you are when connected to ego. This is the these are the most important questions we can answer as we get into our personal development going into 2020. You got to answer those questions. It's self discovery and then self mastery that leads one to become a spiritual person. A spiritual person has nothing to do with religion. It has to do are they connected to their heart? Can they relax the mind and connect to the heart? A spiritual person knows. That love and surrender is the answer to every perceived problem. You see how I worded that? Perceived Perceived problem. A spiritual person knows if life does not unfold the way they want it to unfold, that it's okay. It's unfolding the way it should. Now, we are in this pendulum and the ego will attempt to take over and we're disconnected from the heart. That's what happens. And a spiritual person understands that. They can look at somebody who's in their ego and they don't try to change them. You can't change another person. And it's hard, especially when you care. Then you got to let them go. But you also, in this spiritual state, you don't try to fix people. 
To reconnect the heart, we simply must break the stress loop. And by, by allowing and surrendering our perception and expectations, we simply start living in the heart with gratitude. Now, I'm going to be bringing um, a special guest in um, for next week's podcast. And we're going to flip the script on New Year's resolutions. We're going to do something a little different. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But I'm bringing a special guest in. And it's such a cool thing about connecting to the heart. And it's about the number one goal that each one of you must set. So we'll talk about that next week. But it has to do with this connection and living in heart. Now, simply put, though, spirituality is spirituality is the consciousness that life is okay the way it is. Nothing needs to be changed or fixed in that moment. It needs to be accepted. And this is living in stress mastery. And this is what I talk about when I say finding the now. So how do we connect and live spiritually? First, each of you and each of us must do some self-discovery. And I ask you a question, what is your purpose? And the next question is, how can you master the body? How do you set a course, a plan to be in this spiritual connection? So the first thing we have to do is you have to kind of start the process of working on yourself and put a plan together. Then we must set the intention each morning. So once you have your purpose and you're working on your, your, your diet and your exercise and you're getting all that together, each morning you got to set the, the intention each morning. That's a great time for the Green Focus Power Hour. But we also must close an intention each evening. And while we focus each day in making peace with life, we must set the fringes of our day, the beginning and the end. And then we have to work through the day in making peace with life. And when we make peace with life, we have peace in our lives. It is that simple. We cannot blame anyone else for our unwillingness to make peace. This is a decision to work on ourselves. It's a decision to break old habits. It's a decision to become a spiritual per person. This is a decision. A spiritual person is not told you are a spiritual person if you do this, this, and this, you're a spiritual person. It doesn't work that way. Because a spiritual person cannot be told or programmed into becoming that. A spiritual person is peaceful. They're upbeat, they're helpful, they're encouraging. A spiritual person does not complain about the past or look for happiness in the future. A spiritual person does not try to, to convert or fix other people or ask to be fixed themselves. A spiritual person lives in the present moment and are filled with gratitude and live in acceptance. And it's important to pause a moment and understand that Everyone is spiritual, but very few people explore their spirituality. People become lost in the drama of their lives. They unconsciously seek chaos instead of peace. We talked about it yesterday. And in this state, you are focused on survival issues with that focus being locked into fear. If you truly decide, desire to rediscover peace in your life, 
you will have to change the way you do things. I'm sorry. I wish I wish there was pixie dust. There's no pixie dust. You have to change the way you do things from the way you eat to how you wake up to how you start the day to how you end the day to how you live and work throughout the day. It's about the things that you think, the things that you say, all those things, the stuff that you allow in. This is all going to have to be based in those higher energies and taking the time to just breathe, to pause and give thanks, to take the time to literally smell the roses. A spiritual person is a happy, peaceful person. They release the upsets. They allow the programs to release. They refuse to sacrifice their happiness and peace for any reason. A spiritual person is never a victim. They separate themselves from the drama, the drama of others. And most importantly, I would say, David, they separate themselves from the drama of their own egos. So the question today is, what is spirituality? Well, it's living in happiness, gratitude, and peace. And I would say you do not have to, like I said earlier, rescue or heal other people to be spiritual. It's your ability to help others is dependent actually on you maintaining your own health and peacefulness. Would you agree with me? If I had to say, if I, I'm putting it that way, what would you say to that? I agree. I think that's uh, when, when people look at my image or who I am on social media and stuff like that, that's who I am because I want to inspire people because that's who I am. If I wasn't the way I was and practice what I preached, then I can't. Me trying to tell people, hey, you should be like this, you should do this. Me just doing it is showing them that they can. And so and I think it's so important. So really what we're talking about, if we're talking about our ability, right, to be in gratitude and peace and happiness, that is stress mastery. And if you're ready to enter stress mastery and connect to your own spirituality, these are things you can do. One, you can listen to the podcast. It doesn't cost you a dime right? We will always bring you subjects and things that will be touching the deeper aspects of quieting the mind, relaxing the mind, and opening the heart. And if you heard this, you're already on your way. Right. <laughs> Number two, join the community. Go into the community. Do the wellness survey. Um, get into the program. Download the Paul's Planet Lifestyle System book. Then do the purpose exercise. And once you get the purpose exercise, you do that and you find your purpose, then you should execute the higher goal setting lessons in there. So you're going in there and I highly recommend what David says is you do the alpha class. The alpha class just takes you through the seven steps of stress mastery. It's getting you really you know, acquainted with those steps. Then you go into module number two and you work on the wellness stuff. Then you go into module number three, there's where you're gonna do the purpose and the higher goal setting. It's all there for you, but that will start you on your journey to living a spiritual life. Now, number three, you can do shift coaching, wellness coaching. Our coaching programs do everything we just talked about, everything we talk about. Number four, attend the Unity event. The Unity event will be a four-day workshop that is designed to, it's an intensive, and you'll be working, 
but you will leave Unity Village with an entire new view. You will have a plan to help you relax the mind and connect to the heart. And number five, the new book will be coming out next year. And we are going to start pre-sales probably in January. We're looking to start the pre-sales. And a new book is called The Illusion of Stress, Finding the Now. And I tell you guys, we are, we're trying to give you everything that you can for this process. But I think the biggest challenge people have with spirituality is they're so locked into their chaos that they don't know how to get out. They don't know why. They want to change, but they don't know why they keep sabotaging themselves or procrastinating or putting things off. First of all, people think they have a lot of time. Or they think they have no time. There's always, a, there's always these pendulums, right? First, they think they have a lot of time. I'll start next week. And then they say, well, I really don't have time to do this now. Think about that. You are really allowing the ego to drive your life. So what are your thoughts on how do you connect? We're on Christmas. It's Christmas. Give me some Christmas cheer. <laughs> my, my big thing that, I, and I tell a lot of people this, is because this is how I've been trying to live it, is that I, I like to think that I am religious about my spirituality. I think that's the way that people should live in the sense of I do my due diligence every single day. I set my day, I close my day, I do what I have to do for my spirituality and that's mine. So like if going to church brings you that peace and that clarity and stuff like that, do it but be doing it for you and your growth in the sense of, like I said, being religious, you could call it, you know, oh, uh, like, I don't know, you just do it all the time. It's like, you know, without fail, it's programmed into you. That for me is how you should be living into your spirituality. Like I said, that could be whatever it is. But when you fart, when you really start to go into it, you find out it's all the same thing. It's the same steps. It's the same process. People get hung up on religion. And I think religion could be a very, very good thing if it's allowing you to connect your heart truly. Yeah. And that means that your focus, you always know if everything's working. It's so simple. Your physiology will always tell you what your aim is and every human gets what they aim for when you're expansive and in an explorer type of physiology your aim sets your focus in growth and you are not caught in desire you're not caught in fear and you're not definitely caught in guilt right mm -hmm. in other words you're out of the ego I don't see nothing wrong with going. If you're religious and you attend and this is what you really work on, if it's bringing you peace, God bless you. But if it doesn't, then you need to question exactly. why. It yes. doesn't even mean that you have to, maybe you need to change the way you're listening. Yeah. Maybe you need to change your interaction with your religion. It doesn't mean you leave it. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But what has to happen is, you have to be the most important person on the planet because you're not changing anybody in your life. You're not changing anything in this world until you change you. That's how we change the world is we become spiritual. Yeah. And being spiritual is not having a perfect diet. It's not having certain chants. It's not meditation. It's not any of this stuff. You know what it is? It is quieting and relaxing the mind 
and connecting to the heart. I don't have to send a small child to church to be spiritual. I don't have to send a small child, you know, to a Buddhist camp, a meditation retreat to be spiritual. It's natural. It's all natural. So I wish everybody a Merry Christmas. We're getting ready pretty soon for the new year. And that's it for this Christmas special show. And our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. Please, you can join us on this mission. And I ask you each, like, share, and subscribe to the show. Please feel free to share these episodes if they touch you. Now, if they bother you, send them to your enemies, please. Whatever it takes for growth, right? Yeah. <laughs> As always, so until next time, stay, stay inspired. inspired.